You're listening to Comedy Central. The COVID vaccine. It's the reason all your friends have been dressing up as Mrs. Doubtfire. Where do things stand right now with the vaccine rollouts? Do you know? Well, let's find out in another installment of Keeping Up With Corona. The United States is now administering 2.4 million vaccine doses per day, which is amazing. In fact, it's one of the best vaccine rollouts in the world. But there are still concerns that many Americans are hesitant about getting the shot. And that's a big problem, especially because the country will soon be overrun by the UK variant, which is infecting thousands of Americans a day and taking all their acting roles. So to stop that variant from taking hold, America needs to vaccinate as many people as quickly as possible, which is why four top Americans are trying to convince the rest of the country. Former presidents Barack Obama, Bill Clinton, George W. Bush, and Jimmy Carter have joined together to make sure Americans understand the importance of getting the COVID vaccine. The Ad Council put out two new public service announcements, you see them here, featuring all of those former presidents and the former first ladies. In order to get rid of this pandemic, it's important for our fellow citizens to get vaccinated. This vaccine means hope. It will protect you and those you love from this dangerous and deadly disease. I'm getting vaccinated because we want this pandemic to end as soon as possible. I wanna go back to work and I wanna be able to move around. That's right, people. If we all get vaccinated, then Bill Clinton will be free to do whatever he wants. Which, wait, is that a good thing? But this is really great to see. You know, all these former presidents getting together to help this cause. The truth is though, people don't always like being told what to do, you know? Sometimes you have to be a little more subtle or do it without them knowing entirely. And when you think about it, ex-presidents should be the last in line for the vaccine. Because let's be honest, they're the least essential workers. I mean, what do ex-presidents do? All they do is like give speeches to Goldman Sachs. I'm just saying, if George Bush gets the vaccine, I better see him delivering my DoorDash order. Oh, shucks, I just spilled everything, but I hope you gave me five stars. <laughs> now, you probably noticed that there was one president who didn't do the PSA, Donald Jaundice Trump. And I know normally Donald Trump not talking about coronavirus, that would be a blessing. I mean, the ad campaign wouldn't be great if it was like, well, that's why everyone needs to get the vaccine. Or just snort Ajax, works just as well. Many people are saying it, so many people. But this might just be the one case where Donald Trump can really make a good difference. Because it turns out the people who are most reluctant to get the vaccine are also his biggest fans. A new CBS News poll finds that a third of Republicans say they will not get vaccinated. That's more than Democrats and independents. Dr. Anthony Fauci urging former President Donald Trump to persuade more of his followers to get the COVID-19 vaccine. I think it would make all the difference in the world. He's a very widely popular person among Republicans. If he came out and said, go and get vaccinated, it's really important for your health, the health of your family and the health of the country. Uh, it, it seems absolutely inevitable that uh, the vast majority of people who are his close followers would listen to him. I just don't get it, Chris, why they don't want to get vaccinated. What? Of course they'll listen to him. Trump can convince his followers to do anything. The man convinced them to overthrow the government and try to hang Mike Pence and that they all look good in a busted red hat. 
And I can't say that I'm surprised. I can't say that I'm surprised that Trump isn't making an effort to get people vaccinated. I mean, the man barely did his job when he had his job. You think he's gonna start working now for free? But the funny thing is that even while Trump seems totally uninterested in promoting the vaccine, he's very interested in getting credit for it. The former president isn't staying silent, of course. He released a statement about the vaccine. Quote, I hope that everyone remembers when they're getting the COVID-19, often referred to as the China virus vaccine, that if I wasn't president, you wouldn't be getting that beautiful shot for five years at best and probably wouldn't be getting it at all. I hope everyone remembers. Oh, man. (laughs) Oh, this dude, man, he misses Twitter so much. Because, like, he used to be in the mix so hard all the time. Now he just gets to issue a statement every week like, does anyone remember me? Hello? I was the GoFifi guy. We had good times, remember me? GoFifi. And look, I get where Trump is coming from, right? The vaccines were a scientific miracle developed in record time on his watch. You cannot deny that. But that's what makes it so weird that he's not out there promoting the vaccine. Like when Tom Brady won the Super Bowl, he went and held the trophy and celebrated with his team. He wasn't like, yo, I'm gonna sneak out the back. Don't tell anybody I was here. So look, I don't know why Trump isn't promoting the vaccine. I mean, maybe he doesn't wanna help Joe Biden end the pandemic. You know, maybe he's still trying to unload all the hydroxychloroquine that he bought last summer. The question is though, why are Republicans so hesitant to get the vaccine in the first place? Well, it might be because their most trusted friends are telling them it can't be trusted. There are things we don't know about the effects of this vaccine. How necessary is it to take the vaccine? How effective are these drugs? Are they safe? Is there a study on that? May we see it? And by the way, how much are the drug companies making off this stuff? I'm actually beginning to have doubts. I've been telling my friends I'm gonna get the vaccine. They, you know, half of them agree and the other half think I'm absolutely nuts. They wouldn't take it in a million years. I don't know who to listen to. Yeah, you see, Fox News isn't explicitly telling its viewers not to take the vaccine. They just questioning whether you should over and over and over again. And you may think that that's irresponsible. My favorite segment on Tucker's show is when he fires off a bunch of questions that he could easily Google. How effective is the vaccine? Is the vaccine safe? Are there any pizzerias near me? What do child stars look like now? And you know, it's especially weird to hear people on the news doing this. Like, how does America still call this news? You're the one who should be giving people the answers. And yet you're asking them, it's like a math teacher going, what is multiplication? Who invented it? What is it gonna be used for today? Okay, class dismissed. So, when it comes to promoting the vaccine, Trump has disappeared faster than Chris Harrison. And Tucker Carlson is more afraid of Cardi B's legs spreading than COVID spreading. So is there any way to persuade conservatives that this vaccine is good for them? Well, I don't know, but there is a new product that's giving it a try. Tired of liberal snobs and so-called doctors telling you to get vaccinated? Then you need GunVax, the only vaccine that's also a gun. Take out your enemies with one shot, or maybe two shots, three weeks apart. No background check required. This single barrel beauty's got quick trigger action to help you rack up an antibody count. And it was made right here in the USA, thanks to President Trump. Everybody's complimenting me, saying thank you very much. You gonna trust science to protect 
your family do it yourself with Gunvacs. Because while being healthy is for wussies, we do like the part where we kill something. Gunvacs, you can pry it from our warm living hands. For a year, I've been talking to my good friend and vaccinologist, Dr. Hotez, about one thing. So where's this vaccine? The vaccines won't be out till the middle of 2021. But now that the vaccine's finally here, I'm not sure I want it. There's too many unanswered questions and concerns. We've done this in less than a year. Does that mean that safety is being compromised? If anything goes wrong with the vaccine, the drug makers that produce them aren't responsible. Yet, Hotez is making it his mission to get everyone vaccinated. We can and have to uh, vaccinate uh, half a billion people by the summer. We've got to vaccinate the American people ahead of these variants. We need more vaccines. Well, enough is enough. Dr. Hotez, I've been seeing you everywhere promoting this vaccine. You got to stop. Well, wait a minute. Wait a minute. When we spoke last year, you were begging for that vaccine. I barely wanted the vaccine. You're exaggerating. Give me a little taste of that sweet little vaccine. I will take three boxes of the Ashwagandha Oxycontin, please. Well, you didn't pronounce it quite right. Okay, it's okay, Dr. Hotel, whatever. Just give me your secret stash of Ascot Zendaya Ostrich Farm, please. Okay, sure, but that was before I heard this. There's a lot of misinformation about vaccines. I have accurate sources, horoscopes, memes, this guy who yells things outside my window. The world is ending in 2012. I've been giving you the most accurate information that the scientific community have to offer. The best they have to offer isn't gonna prevent this. I don't want Bill Gates putting a microchip in me. I want Apple putting a microchip in me. That way I'll look all sleek and cost like four grand more for no reason. Let me tell you something, those anti-vaccine sites, they're saying not only Bill Gates, but they're saying me and uh, Tony Fauci were out there in Area 51 putting those chips in the vaccines. Oh my God. What's Area 51 like? Are the aliens cute? I've never been to Area 51. You can't believe everything that you hear. I heard the vaccine will turn you gay. Now, how would something like that happen? And if that is true, how can I get the vaccine personally distributed to some celebs? I have a list, and I want to know if they've already gotten it. Um, Michael B. Jordan, Timothy Chalamet, Pete Davidson, Logan Lerman, Daniel Kaluuya, Steven Yoon. There's no even plausible mechanism by which that's going to happen. Huh, how about the fact that they're rushing the vaccine like a couple on 90 Day Fiance? Rushing? We've been working on coronavirus vaccines for over 10 years. So a decade of research and you still haven't found a way to turn people gay. What is science for even? Now look, uh, vaccines don't modify your DNA. Nobody's sticking chips inside and they certainly are not going to change your sexual orientation. How do you know all this information? Well, I spent my whole life developing vaccines, and I've also gotten the coronavirus vaccine. Wait, wait, you were vaccinated? Are there any fun side effects? Any fun side effects? I know I'm not going to go to the hospital or the ICU or, or going to lose my life from COVID-19. Oh yeah, I was so worried about the side effects, I forgot about the main effects, not dying. See, that's what I'm saying. 
everyone needs to get this vaccine. One of the problems is that people don't have access to places where we're delivering the vaccine, especially in low-income neighborhoods. We have to create more sites where people can get vaccinated. But even if they have access, some people just don't want it. Vaccine hesitancy rates are pretty high uh, in uh, African-American neighborhoods and among people of color. So now going on just about every uh, African-American talk radio station I can to talk to them about the importance of getting vaccinated. Okay, Dr. Hotez, no offense, maybe you're just not the best messenger. Maybe I can help because I'm me and you're that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Even though Dr. Hotez has the best intentions, he can't help the fact that the black community doesn't trust white nerds. That's why I'm here to help. Hello. I am Dr. Jabuki, here today with a very important message on why we need to get vaccinated. These antiviral properties bind to the spike proteins in the body, which, and you know, it works like Botox. Okay, I'm 43. Look soft. Look smooth. Wait a minute, wait a minute. You can't say that. You got the first part perfectly. You can't go saying it's going to work like Botox. Okay, what's the worst thing that could happen? I saved somebody's life. Yeah, you want to save someone's life, but you can't say it's going to work like Botox. Fine, okay. Studies have shown that it makes your dick bigger. You can't make those outrageous claims. <laughs> of course, right. Our dicks are already big. It would just be weird at that point. Throw away your shea butter because it will cure ashiness. None of those things are true. You know what? This isn't working for me. Get the vaccine. You know what? I'm, I'm with you, Dr. Jabuki. Everybody get the vaccine. Finally! <gasps> This is Dr. Jabuki signing off. And remember, once vaccinated, you'll never be pulled over by the cops again. No, 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 no. It doesn't do anything with that. The coronavirus vaccine, AKA the thing you're pretty sure your friend lied to get. Although the vaccine rollout has been going fairly well in the United States, that has not been true everywhere else in the world. But why? Well, let's find out in another episode of Keeping Up With Corona, International Edition. Let's begin with the situation in Europe, the Baskin-Robbins of white people. The continent never really got the pandemic under control, and now it's struggling with vaccinations. While 22% of Americans have gotten at least one shot, in most countries in Europe, that number is only 8%. Honestly, it's been surprising to see Europe struggle so much. I mean, this is Europe, the most sophisticated place on earth. They have Denmark. They should be crushing this, but they're not. And now a controversy over one of their vaccines is only making things worse. Over in Europe, they are not facing good news. The continent is facing a third wave of the COVID pandemic, as at least five countries have now suspended using the AstraZeneca vaccine. More than a dozen countries have halted the use of the vaccine, including Germany, France, and Italy, as a precautionary measure. But regulators here insist there is no link between the Oxford-AstraZeneca vaccine and a higher incidence of blood clots. AstraZeneca says a review of 17 million people here in the UK and in Europe who've received the vaccine found less than 40 developed blood clots, in their words, even lower than you'd expect to find in the general population. Just 37 cases in 17 million vaccinations, leaving many wondering why stop the entire program? Okay, look, 
I understand being safe. I totally understand being safe. But at the same time, these blood clots are affecting 0.0002% of people. So you might as well be worried that lightning is gonna strike the metal of the needle as you're getting the vaccine. And it's crazy that France, of all the countries, is stopping the vaccine because of health side effects. I mean, their national fruit is the cigarette. So a lot of people do think that Europe is overreacting. And I'll be honest, I think I know what the problem is. It's because European scientists are explaining the side effects in a normal tone of voice. You see, if you want side effects to sound less scary, you gotta list them super fast while a fungus dances on our toes. It's also important to remember that not all side effects are the same, right? There are side effects that are more dangerous than the disease that they're fighting. Those are the worst. And then there are side effects that are serious, but are worth the risk. And then, I mean, then there are side effects that are just funny. You know, like, like diarrhea and boners that won't go away. So doctors have to keep that in mind. But let's move on to Africa, the world's biggest country. Because while Europe's vaccines are sitting unused in the back of the fridge, many poorer countries have been waiting a long time to get any vaccines at all. We are experiencing, Eamon, a massively uneven vaccine rollout across the world. Only one of the top 40 countries in the world for vaccine rollout is in Africa. Touching down in Nairobi, COVID-19 vaccinations arrive in Kenya for the very first time. Kenya received its initial shipment of just over 1 million doses as part of the COVAX program, an initiative backed by the World Health Organization aimed at reducing vaccine inequality. In addition to Ghana and Kenya, Rwanda, Senegal, and the Ivory Coast are among countries to recently receive low-cost or free vaccines through COVAX, but it comes after a long wait far behind wealthier nations that can pay full price. It took us 83 days from the first jab in the UK to the first jab in Africa. God damn, 83 days? That's like two viewings of the Snyder Cut. Look, the world needs to do a better job of getting vaccines to developing nations because don't forget, if you let coronavirus fester in one place for long enough, it's gonna mutate and it's gonna come back even stronger where you live. It happens all the time. When Ebola first got to Africa, it was just a stubbed toe. And what's especially frustrating about this is that there are so many people in places like America who can get the vaccine and they just don't want it. I feel like what they should do is make an exchange program where Africans get to swap countries with anti-vaxxers. Vax swap only on Paramount+. Plus. Now, while it's true that right now there aren't enough vaccine doses to go around to every country, there actually is a solution to that. Give pharmaceutical companies in developing nations the vaccine recipes and let them make their own. But so far, countries that have those recipes are going full-on Oprah meme. The United States and other wealthy members of the World Trade Organization have blocked a proposal to waive intellectual property rights related to COVID vaccines. South Africa and India had pushed the proposal as part of an attempt to increase the availability of vaccines in poorer countries. Both the United States and the European Union want to uphold patents on the basis that they encourage companies to invest in research and innovation. This drug maker, just a few hours from the Bangladesh capital, produces a lot of different vaccines. 
but the one it can't yet produce is the most in demand for COVID-19. The manufacturer says it has plenty of spare capacity and it could produce between 600 to 800 million coronavirus vaccines a year if it got a license. Wait, hold up. The entire planet could get millions more vaccine doses a year if they just waived the patents on the vaccines, but the US and the European Union don't want to? So you're gonna tell me that Africa is expected to share our vibranium, but we can't get their vaccines? Oh, that's real fair. Now, look, I do understand where drug companies are coming from on this. I mean, if Nani Indira wants a vaccine, then Nani Indira can design and distribute her own vaccine. It's called personal responsibility. And people are saying, this is a global pandemic. Doesn't Nani's life matter more than the share price of Pfizer? All right, fine, let's compromise then. Pfizer should just give Nani some stock options. That way, everyone who's left alive makes money. But it turns out, not every country in Africa is desperate to get the vaccine. In fact, the country of Tanzania hasn't even been trying to get it, mostly because President John Magufuli claimed that COVID-19 isn't even real. Although he might be changing his mind now. The president of Tanzania, John Magafuli, has died. He was a prominent COVID-19 skeptic and had not been seen in public since the end of February. In all this government, no one wears a mask, including me. It proves that there is no coronavirus and God loves this nation. President Magufuli was more than a coronavirus skeptic. His government stopped sharing data with the World Health Organization last year and declared Tanzania COVID-free through divine intervention. He displayed a disregard for health advice, focusing on prayer and local remedies, while also claiming the vaccines were dangerous. There were sources within Tanzania that he was very sick with COVID-19. That, of course, is not confirmed. But given all the circumstances at play and the secrecy with which the government uh, did its business, many people are skeptical that, in fact, it was only a heart condition that led to his death. What have I been telling you guys from the beginning? The biggest risk factor of corona is disrespecting corona. Anytime somebody says, this virus is no big deal, corona's like, okay, okay, it's gonna be like that, huh? Okay, then two weeks later, it's fisting your lungs. Who's the hoax now, huh, huh? This real enough for you, huh, huh? And look, I know it's easy to shit on the African country with the strongman leader who doesn't believe in science, but please, don't forget, America also had a COVID-denying president who got COVID. The only difference is America had the elite medical teams with experimental drugs to keep its dumb president alive. So that's what's happening with the vaccine rollouts across the globe. And even though things are going well in the United States, Americans unfortunately do need to pay attention to the world. Because you see, as long as the virus is still out there, it can always come back here because no country is an island, except for Iceland and the UK and all the Caribbean countries, I guess. Sorry, other than, but you know what I mean? No country is an island. The Daily Show with Trevor Noah, ears edition. Watch The Daily Show weeknights at 11, 10 Central on Comedy Central and the Comedy Central app. Watch full episodes and videos at thedailyshow.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and subscribe to The Daily Show on YouTube for exclusive content and more. This has been a Comedy Central podcast. 